Hi everyone, welcome to Decode Issues Unfolded, a passion project to decipher news and views through facts and data. I'm CV, your host, and in this episode 7, I'm going to decode the draft EAA notification 2020. Despite there being increased awareness on the issues with the draft, the EAA controversy has taken a turn for the worse, especially in the past few weeks, due to the excessive dramatization and politicization of this policy issue. And this has also led to widespread of misinterpretations and misinformation. Hence the need for re-establishment of the critical issues that plague the EAA draft and to set right the narrative once again. So in this episode, I'm going to do a rational analysis sans any drama or politics, purely based on facts and data. Since I'll be quoting provisions from the original draft, I've also attached a color-marked version of the draft PDF in the description box for your reference. So let's decode. There are five problematic provisions that I'll be delving into. First and foremost is with regards to violation. The draft in page 8 defines the term violation as any project which started or expanded without a prior environmental clearance. The issue is, on whose complaint or report will the violations be taken note of or taken cognizance of? This has been specified in page 29.22 of the draft, which says that the reporting of the violations can be done either by the project proponent or by a government authority. Well, this is an illogical provision. It is the civil society and the people affected by the project who would in reality come forward to file complaints. So keeping them out is outright ridiculous. Second problematic provision has to do with how these violations of environmental clearance will be handled by the authorities. This is also popularly called the ex post facto clearance. This is in page numbers 29 and 30 of the draft EAA. The interpretation of this provision tells us that the appraisal committee will decide if the projects, the violating projects, should be closed or allowed to continue after taking adequate remedial measures. The issue with this provision is that it allows for blatant regularization of illegal projects. The counter claim has been that this is a one-time exemption taking into account the economic and employment impact of the projects, which is also called the doctrine of proportionality. Well, there are two discrepancies with that claim. First is that the draft nowhere mentions that this is a one-time exemption. In fact, on page number 30, 10th subpoint, the date of violation of environmental clearance is taken to be either 14th April of 2018 or 1st April of the year when violation occurred. Well, there is no specification of the year before which the project should have started. For instance, the interpretation could be that an illegal mining project started in 2020 can still apply for ex post facto clearance paying a fine at a later date. Second, in India, exceptions don't remain mere exceptions. They become unsaid rules. And ex post facto clearance is one such provision. EAEA, Environmental Impact Assessment, had come into being in 1994. But the government since then has passed multiple orders granting ex post facto clearance again and again. Even in a recent case, the Supreme Court opined that the post facto clearance is detrimental to the environment. But even in that case, the judgment let off the violating projects and let them continue the project, citing similar cases earlier where projects which violated the environmental rules were allowed to continue on the basis of economic requirements or the doctrine of proportionality. This suggests that once once such post facto clearance is given, it will set a precedence for more such illegal projects to claim clearance in the future. It will only incentivize irregularity going forward. Apart from this, the fine for such a violation pales in comparison to the profit that the violators would have accrued. 
5000 or a 10000 per day fine is peanuts for an illegal mine or a construction project third critical provision which needs a definite relook is with regards to public consultation page number 48 under the title time period for public hearing states that the notice period for the consult- consultation has been reduced to 20 days in the 2006 notification it was 30 days be 20 or be 30 days this whole provision of public consultation needs a complete overhaul in reality the process of public consultation hasn't been transparent and it is impossible to expect that the community could read an eaa report understand the technicalities and then come and present their concerns in the consultation process all in 20 or 30 days what is required is a proactive involvement of the community from the time of the project conceptualization that is the time of project design the immediate community should have representatives involved in the eaa process and should be kept updated throughout the process so that when it comes to the consultation stage the community can take a calculated decision after a holistic understanding of the potential socio economic and environmental impacts of the project next provision that we are going to look is what i think is the biggest pitfall in the whole draft the b2 category projects and the exemption list all projects associated with inland waterways establishment of water aerodromes widening of highways irrigation projects up to 10000 hectare are some of the critical projects exempted exempted from eia and public consultation well these are all projects which could have substantial impacts on the environment and the community in the region and multiple studies have time and again shown that the assumption of small hydropower projects and irrigation projects of less than 2000 hectare being environmentally benign is wrong and unscientific well by this i don't mean that these projects aren't required but most definitely there needs to be an environmental assessment for these projects so that alternative proposals and remedial measures to overcome the environmental degradation can be framed at the start itself apart from these even large constructions up to 150000 square meters have been placed under the b2 list category or the exemption list this is beyond imagination on one hand delhi is placing curbs on construction related pollution as it's a major contributor to delhi's bad air but on the other hand almost the entire real estate sector is being exempted from the environmental impact assessment these show that there's a definitive case for a relook and a recategorization of many of the projects currently under the exemption list or the b2 category one other provision which has attracted whole lot of criticism is a strategic project term listed in page number 9 0.7 but the fact is this isn't a newly added provision the term other strategic considerations as per central government was a provision even in the eaa 2006 notification nonetheless this continues to be a provision of grave concern so it would be wise for the government to list out what is strategic in the utmost clear terms possible reading the draft provisions if there is one thing that i realized is that a government with this eaa draft 2020 is entirely missing the goal post and is misfiring it clearly shows that the provisions are being diluted with a blindfolded target of ease of doing business but the reality is the problem with ease of doing business is somewhere else the delays in projects and stalling of projects have more to do with the bureaucratic red tape than to de- do with the provisions in the eaa notification cag report cag report in 2017 had clearly stated that the real issues with the eaa is in its implementation real delays happen in movement of files between ministries and departments than in public consultation as we are made to believe eaa needs reforms 
but it's not the provisions that need reform rather it's the implementation of these provisions which need to be overhauled let me mention a couple of points on what are the reforms required first has to do with the process of framing the ea report currently it is a project proponent or the company which selects the ea consultant and it is again the company which pays the fees to the consultant firm which is inherently a biased and a flawed process instead there needs to be an independent environment regulator sans any political interference and it should be the regulator who selects the ea consultant and the fees should be paid by the company to the regulator who will in turn pay to the consultant this would make the process more neutral and unbiased second reform required is more transformational one eaa should be replaced with sea strategic environment assessment let me state the difference with an example say the government wants to construct a highway under the eaa the government will design the project acquire the land and only then eaa will take place whereas under sea the environment assessment will occur at the design phase itself much before the land acquisition this early process would save money and time and also make the assessment indifferent to the amount of money priorly invested all said and done more than anything else there is need for change in the mindset of the people and the policy makers there is need for a realization that we tend to lose more money by degrading the environment than the gain from the blindfolded growth that we aspire as per a world bank report india loses close to 80 billion dollars or 6% of gdp to its environment related issues and now with covid we have seen how delicate our systems are to the environment and it is high time that we realize the falsity of the myth that environment is a hurdle to the development it's not long before the world realizes the economic necessity of environment and sustainable development and when it does the whole global policy scenario would transform towards climate finance and carbon credits for india to stay ahead of the world we need to preserve our ecological diversity at any cost the last date for sharing the concerns and suggestions on the eaa draft is august 11th you can use the points in this episode as well as refer to the kalama draft attached in the description box i've also attached a draft letter by renowned experts for your reference do send in your mail to eia2020-moefcc at the rate of government.in thank you for listening i hope you found the episode informative and educative if so please do like share and follow decode issues unfolded please do leave a review of the episode which will be a great motivation as well as help me keep improving you can also message me on the insta id at the rate of decode with cv until the next episode this is your cv thank you and have a good day